So no nasty stuff, but I haven't showered in like two days. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's because I don't have hot water. Yeah, that's wild. And I've been lazy getting to my mom's because my mom lives down the street. So I have been lazy getting there and I took today off. So I'm not at work today. Yay. Yay. Um, yeah, I was so over it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just not going to go to work. today. <laughs> so now that's I'm awesome. at just coaching. So that's good. So we're going to talk about uh, how to support your friends um, if they are bodybuilding or if they are um, in their during their fitness journey, like what's important to do mm-hmm. uh, when you're supporting your friends and like, cause things that you say matter and things that you don't say matter. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times people when they're in bodybuilding or they're, they're really into their fitness, like they have to put the, themselves first a lot. And so, and putting themselves first can look like I don't want to go out to eat. I don't want to go. I I don't want to partake in that activity. If it's drinking, if there's drinking involved and it might be a big switch up for like the people that are around you that might have been in, like might've been in your life prior to your, your bodybuilding and fitness endeavors. Um, And at the end of the day, the reason why it seems to be so difficult is because there's a lack of understanding as to why you need to do certain things and why they're such a big deal, Um, especially in bodybuilding. So like when you're bodybuilding and you're an enhanced competitor during your cycle, like you should not be drinking. I mean, you shouldn't be doing that anyway, (laughs) but like, especially during your cycle where your hormones are being manipulated. Um, and your not only that, like your liver, kidney, things like that are function, they're functioning at a different, different rate, different pace. Um, when you're on cycle, it's more important to not engage in certain things. And then also contest prep. I mean, like we could make, we can make an argument for every single phase in bodybuilding, why you should not be going off your protocol. Um, and so it's hard for people to understand that unless you're in contest prep. Um, and even so there's a, there's a lack of understanding as to why it's so important to be very disciplined and, uh, calculate all of the things that you're eating and even the types of training you do. Why can't you just train with your friends anymore? Why can't we just do a workout together? Well, my training's a lot different now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it means something different and it, and it's a lot of having to tell people what your boundaries are. So that not because you don't want them in your life, but because you're trying to keep them in your life. Um, And I don't think that bodybuilding has to be a, or even going through a weight loss journey or anything has to be lonely, but the people around you have to come to an understanding that you have different knowledge than them um, because you're doing what you're doing and they have to accept. And maybe if you communicate why, they can understand, but they can't truly understand unless they do it. Like they're not going to understand when you're in contest prep and you don't feel like doing shit or going out or talking to anyone. They're not going to understand when you say, no, I don't want to go out to eat during an off season. Cause I can barely get my food in now. Like I can barely get my food in. How am I supposed to go out to eat and right. try to get something else where they're putting a bunch of shit in it? Um, there's it's, it's very hard and it's very difficult um, so we wanted to talk about those things today 
and how to communicate those things effectively. And then also like kind of think critically, do those people really need to be in your life? Like, do they need to, is this something maybe you need to move on from? Like, is it, and, and that's okay too. Like there's an acceptance that has to happen if this is what you truly want. Um, first people need to be given the benefit of the doubt because this bodybuilding, although like in our community, we're like, Oh, this is super popular, but honestly, in the rest of the world, it's really not like people who go to the gym and like, take it somewhat seriously are labeled as bodybuilders. But I think you and I both know that like, it's not just like something that you do. It's like a way of life. It's a mindset. And so also giving people the benefit, like giving normal people the benefit of the doubt and explaining to them, like, Hey, this is important to me. Like, it's important to me to, you know, do what my coach says, to follow my protocol, to eat my meals, to drink my water, to make sure I'm sleeping, to make sure my stress is low. Like you also have to set those boundaries with yourself and hold yourself to those said boundaries before you can really allow others to give you that same respect. Because if if you're fucking off your protocol and Mm -hmm. then you're like getting angry with your family and friends being like, oh, well, you're just tempting me with extra like drinks or bites or whatever, but then you're fucking off yourself. It's like, well, no, you need to respect yourself enough first to follow it and actually be all in and then explain to your family and friends, the importance of why you're doing what you're doing. And although they'll never truly understand unless they're in the trenches with you, they should still love and respect you enough to like, okay, well, I get like, you know, maybe family dinners are just going to look different, or maybe like how you spend time with your friends just can look different. It's not that you can't spend time with them unless of course it's not serving, you know, your purpose, in which case it's another discussion to be had, but you have to understand that like, because they're not going to fully understand, you need to be patient with them as well. And like explain to them why you're doing what you're doing, why it's important to you. Like, I think having that base level of understanding on that just openness and rawness is very, very important as well. They explain to them, this is like something that really excites you and gets you fired the fuck up. And like, I don't know about you, but like, I have friends that like, don't give two shits about lifting weights, but they're like really into other things. And like, I love hearing them talk about what they're passionate about. And so it's like, I'll do things to support them and love on them in something that makes them really excited because I expect the same respect in return. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think that also there's this notion in bodybuilding that I think is really flawed, um, that you have to, if you're to be successful, you cannot be super close to anyone unless they're in bodybuilding as well. Um, like you cannot have a sick, like I've heard it, like you cannot have a successful relationship with somebody who's not a bodybuilder. Um, or like you can't have friends that in a, in a sense, like, there are, there are boundaries that need to be set, but like, you can't be super tight with people that party. Well, I mean, you might maybe can't party with them all the time, but you can have, you can do other things and have fun. I'm sure that they have other interests. Like yeah. I'm sure that they have other things and you can't just look at that, that one activity that could throw you off track and be like, I can't be around that, those people because of X, Y, and Z. You just cannot participate in that. Like it, like often at least. Um, and so in order to have this, like in order to keep those people in your life, you have to be okay with communicating. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be on your end, like not ignoring people, not blowing people off, just simply saying, you know, whatever, whatever comes to your mind that you feel is right at that moment to tell them why something matters to you and why you're doing it. I remember when I first started bodybuilding, like when I was in my first prep, I think, well, maybe a little bit before I was like 
in a little mini off season. Like I was getting my food up before I started my prep. Um, and I was so happy and excited. I was like, I, this is the first time I feel like I'm good at something. Like I could be good at something. Um, and like, and I mean, like, I mean, I had friends that were athletes and stuff like that, where I felt like they had an identity and I was finally coming into feeling like I have an identity, like, and so it was so special to me, like, and I wanted to tell everyone about it, like, and not everyone understood, but I remember during that time, because I was so happy, everyone was happy for me. Like my sorority sisters, my family members, like they were all just like, oh, awesome. Like, that's what you want to do. Cool. Um, and it was because of that, that I think they're still in my life and, and still even ask, like, like when I go see my family, my, the first thing my auntie will ask is, are you on a, are you, are you on track today? Or are you not on track today? What's going on? Like, so I know what to, what to make for you if needed. Um, or like tonight I have my, um, chapter anniversary for my sorority. So we're all going out to this game place called big Al's, And I already know I'm probably not going to eat and I'm probably not going to drink, but mm-hmm. like, they already know that, like, they already know that's how Brittany is and that's who she is. And that's okay. That doesn't make that doesn't make or break her time with us as well. And then also thinking like, maybe don't pe- people don't care as much as you think they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was having a little bit of anxiety about this whole thing tonight, I'll be honest. And so I texted my sister and I was like, I am having a hard time, like even wanting to go to this thing, like because of having to overthink. And she was like, and she's, she tracks her macros too. And she was like, well, do you have to eat anything? And I was like, no, she was like, I'll tell you right now, I'm not eating anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, all right, then I'm not eating anything. <laughs> so it's like, there's so many, like people probably aren't even tripping. Like, and so right. I think sometimes we kind of make it seem like other people are really tripping when they're, they really could care less. They're like, we just want you to be happy. So yeah, we're definitely our own worst enemies in that regard. Like, I think we tend to overthink things when it comes to just like perceiving others emotions but yeah we have to remind ourselves we're not in control of what others say or do we're only in control of what we say or do so it's really important to you that you you know are on your you know your your your, what does your aunt say are you on track today if you're on track today like and that's important to you then like i'm sure your sisters are just happy to like see you and reconnect with you right it's not about the food it's about just like creating the memories and like obviously there's a time and place especially when it's like holiday functions. And obviously if you're not in prep, like, yes, enjoy the food too. But like, there are certain scenarios where if it's important to you just to like spend time with people you care about and vice versa, like they don't care if you're eating or drinking they just like are care that you're there and present. But Mm -hmm. like on the flip side, if you do go and you're constantly anxious or you're like, you know, checking your, my fitness pal, or like just being totally absent mind while you're there. Yeah. That might irk some people. So again, it comes down to like controlling your emotions and making decisions that better you and better others. And sometimes that's like, you know, staying on your shit. And sometimes that's not, but at the end of the day, you have to convey and decide what's important to you and not be swayed by peer pressure. Cause I think that's a big thing too, is like, you'll plan your meals and shit. And then people like pressure you into eating or drinking, even though you didn't plan on doing it, but because you felt guilty or you felt like a burden or you felt weird for not partaking in like the social norms, then you're like, Oh, fuck it. Like, let me have fun. And then like the next day you hate yourself and regret And then at the end of the day, it's like, well, then you didn't make a good decision for you. You made a decision for others. Right. And then that's, that's a part of like putting your needs and putting yourself first too. Um, So you have to have, in order to be 
and, and reach your goals, you have to believe that you can. Um, and a part of, a part of putting yourself first is believing that where you want to go is going to happen. Um, and so when you feel like it's not going to happen, or when you feel like you can't reach the physique that you're trying to more than likely, you're going to self-sabotage. And I've seen that I've seen that in people where they're like, well, like, I'm probably not going to be an IFBB pro I'm 40 years old. So whatever. Yeah. No. And that is a mindset that will kill you. That will kill you in your progress. Um, you have to be accepting of your own abilities. And again, like know your why, why are you doing this? Why does it matter to you right now versus maybe not during Christmas? So for me tonight, what matters to me is being with my sorority sisters, but I am in a deficit right now and I just got a macro cut and it's important to me to stay on my protocol. Like, because one, I don't even have the macros to do this, Mm -hmm. like, but also I'm trying to get my health in order. Like, and so that's why right now it matters to me. And maybe further in an off season, when we go out, I might have something healthy to eat out, but today is just not the day. And so relaying that information so that they understand, like there's different levels to it. There's different levels to being able to have flexibility and not being able to have flexibility. Um, But you have to be accepting of that as well. So, and, and put yourself first in that regard and know that like, cause I know if I stay on my protocol, I'm going to look badass in like two, three weeks. Like, I'm like, fuck yeah, I don't care. (laughs) Like, so there has to be a, a belief that you can, that you can and will succeed if you put yourself first. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it goes back to also what we talked about, about bodybuilding and relationships, because, you know, there is this notion where it's like, you can only be married or date a bot and the bodybuilder, but like Eric isn't a bodybuilder. He's like the furthest thing from it. Like the reason why we work is because we have the same morals and values, the same core principles. And that's like taking care of our health, making sure we do fun things together. Like, you know, making sure that like our, our spirits and our souls align essentially. And you can see behind me, Britt, there's like this weird wonky looking apparatus that like is by the, the couch. That's a kegerator. Okay. So for my birthday, this man made me a kegerator and on tap is going to be a decaf nitro cold brew. Right. Cause he knows I love nitro cold brews, but he also knows that I'm wanting to like stop my caffeination, like addiction. So he's built me this fucking kegerator, but at the same time, Eric's interest is beer and like whiskey and stuff like that. So like spirits. Okay. So obviously that's going to serve him when he starts drinking again to brew his own beer, because he gets really hyped for brewing his own beer. That's not my thing. I don't drink, but he gives a fuck about the chemistry. He like really is passionate about making, you know, beer and stuff like that. And that's really cool. So like, obviously that's how I can support him as well is being like, okay, well now we have like a, his and her tap. So when he's drinking, I can drink something with him that doesn't derail me from my goals, but we still have the same core principle, which again, is all about like coming together at the end of the day and having those conversations, whether it's your significant other family and friends, whatever. Yeah. And I like that you said like core principles, because the people that generally like you stay connected with are the ones that do have those same core, whatever core principles um, that you have connected with over Um, the ones that you can have a genuine good conversation with, without all the extras or having to think about, well, let's go multitask and eat at the same time or drink at the same time. Like you'll notice the people that are like still really into you while you're on your fitness stuff or your bodybuilding stuff, they, um, 
they like you for you. And those are the people that you want to keep in your life. Um, and when you're doing bodybuilding, it can sometimes feel like you appreciate little things more. And so it's easier for you to appreciate the very small, like, attributes about a person. And so your relationships tend to get a little bit closer because you appreciate them. Um, because the, you, I mean, I don't want to say you deprive yourself in bodybuilding, but you definitely, like you said, it's a small population and you don't engage in a lot of the things, or you don't age as much in some of the things that other people do that don't, they, they don't think about it. Like they, when they go out to eat, they don't think about everything we think about when they go hang out with their friends. They don't think about it when they're about, when they're, you know, they don't think about stuff. Um, It's not deprivation. It's about having different priorities. And that I think is like the key takeaway here. It's not deprivation. It's having a shift in your priorities to get what you want. Yeah. And so, um, I forgot where I was going with this, but yeah. so, (laughs) So, oh yeah. So you don't, you don't deprive yourself, but, um, there is a, an appreciation for the people that are in your life differently um, and why they're there. And you appreciate people for sort of like appreciating you. And it's like, cool. Like I can just be me and they're like there. And I, that's why I think, and I say this all the time. That's why I really love Eric and Ashley's relationship because it's like, they focus so much on what each other likes and don't focus on it as something that makes them so different that they can't work. Like they're like, they share the same core principles, whatever, but they have very different interests. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's because of their love for each other that they are able to continue. And because they care and respect each other, like for those interests, they find those interests interesting. Um, and they, they love each other enough to want to know about each other. Um, and so I think that is like something that we should practice with not just our, like not just our significant others, but also the people in our life in general, because the more interest you show in others and the more interest they show in you, um, because they actually care about you, the more like at ease and and at peace and, and yourself, you feel around them. Right. Like it's so attractive to see what other people are interested about. Like to have that level of self-confidence and dedication, whatever like fuels you and whatever is your passion, like that's really cool to see because like, although bodybuilding is a very niche thing, like there are other people that are like really into whatever they're into, mm-hmm. like, and that's really cool to see. And it's like, you might not know shit about whatever, you know, this person's passionate about, but I think it's important to like ask the right questions so you can find out how to support them. It's not just like, you know, there's a difference between, I think like interrogation and genuine curiosity. So rather it's like watching how you speak in your tone is really important. So like, obviously in the bodybuilding realm, we get a lot of, why are you eating that? It's like very accusatory instead of like, Oh, Hey, I see you're bringing your meals. Like, why is that? Like, like, why are you eating differently? Like, I'm just genuinely curious. And then you, you know, that opens up a, a conversation about like, your goals, what, what you're doing, like why it's important to you. And then you can turn it right around and be like, yeah, I know this is a little weird, but like, what's something that you're really into. And then that opens up a discussion because we're not all the same. And I think it's really cool to make sure that like, when we're having conversations outside of the bodybuilding realm, we acknowledge the fact that like people are different from us and you know, they're taking notice of what we're doing, but you should also take notice of what maybe they're doing that you just might not see. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that also brings me to like how to treat for those of you that, you know, maybe want some suggestions on how to tell your friends to treat you because it's important that they know how you want to be treated. Like if they don't know, they can't give it to you. Like if they don't know, they can't do anything, um, including your significant other. So for example, like I know that as a bodybuilder that goes out to eat every so often, and I generally will get like something very, like very simple, like a chicken breast and veggies or something like that. Um, sometimes questions like you're saying, Ashley seem accusatory. Like they seem like, why are you eating that? You're out eating right now. Why are you getting that? Um, aren't you out eating? Like you don't have, why aren't to- you getting the shrimp Alfredo? <laughs> yeah, Like you're out eating. Like why that's a waste to go out to eat because you're eating that. I've heard that so many times. Like it's a waste that I have gone out to eat and I have gotten my ass out the house and I've gotten dressed to go get chicken and veggies at a restaurant with no butter, no nothing, just steamed. And it can be really off-putting and it can be like, yo, like, do you really have to do all that? But I would encourage you all who have people that don't understand and to, to, to suggest and say instead, I'm here for you. You know, I'm here to be with you. This doesn't, I mean, yes, I, I'm, I'm happy to eat this. Um, and if they, they ask you things like, do you really want that? You don't want that. And they say things like that. Just say, no, I, I, this, this gives me peace of mind because I know that I'm on track. I know I'm doing what I need to do to make sure that tomorrow I feel good about myself. Um, and so when you frame it in those ways, they'll sit back and be like, oh, well, why is that even, you know, ask kind of ask, like, why is it a big deal? It's really not that big of a deal, is it? It's just food. Um, and I know that the, the comment itself is hurtful. So it can be easy to get defensive, but try not to get defensive and to instead like ask questions back or say, like, like, yeah, this is what I would like to eat. Like, why do you like to eat what you eat? Because it tastes good. Well, it tastes good to me. This tastes great to me. Like, and it gives me peace of mind. Right. So there are different reasons why you, why you would order whatever you order while you're out, but telling people how like you actually feel and how happy it makes you will help with them not even making a comment at all later on. Um, there was a point where like, I was dating someone and there was a point where he just stopped asking. He was just like, Brittany's going to do what she wants to do. Like, he was just like, I don't, I don't, he was like, I don't even worry about it anymore. Like you just, if that's how you want to eat, then that's you. And it's true. Like, because then every time I went out, I had no anxiety. I wasn't like, oh my God, he's going to be looking at me because I get the salad every single time and I don't want anything else. Um, But that was my way of being able to spend time with him. So it worked. And at, at some point people will, will get used to it and they will, they will learn, um, how to not have to point it out every single time, um, because it does get irritating. And I know that, but try to remember that they have no idea where you're coming from. Um, so try to tell them where you're coming from and tell them that you are enjoying yourself and it's okay. Exactly. I think the best advice that I've ever received was from one of my nutrition professors at OU and it was either my nutrition professor or it was a registered dietitian that I was shadowing, but it was this simple phrase. Don't yuck someone else's yum. Mm -hmm. Like just 
as basic as all get out, but it's so true because we all have different ways of and preferences that we like to eat or live life. And it's like, who are we to judge how that person lives? Now, obviously a lot of people don't take that advice into consideration with how they ask questions. But again, don't be on the defensive, like try to open up dialogue, try to understand that they just don't understand. Cause again, like you have immersed yourself in this world. Most likely they have not like, yeah. just give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh yeah, they just genuinely don't understand. They don't think that I'm a piece of shit person. They just don't understand why it is that I'm doing because like, how many people do you actually see bringing Tupperware to like maybe an outdoor restaurant that like doesn't like you eating different food, but like at the same time, isn't going to cause a stink. Like it might be foreign. I've done it though. And as long as like no one has an issue with it, it's not an issue. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so just be mindful of like your reactions and your behaviors towards other people that could really like kind of hurt their feelings. Um, Cause if you don't like, if you don't like when people yuck you, um, try not to yuck other people. Yes. So like, there's a friend of mine who I think I've talked about him before. I, in campus rec where I work, we have a lot of, um, different niches that people work in. So like, um, I'm in fitness, there's an outdoor coordinator and, and there's a aquatics coordinator and all of these people that work in this building, in this recreation building, they are passionate about each area so much. That's why they work there. Like, it's why I work in group exercise and personal training um, because I love getting people healthy and I love exercise. Um, and so there are other employees that are passionate about other things like aquatics and outdoors. And there's one in particular who is an outdoor coordinator and he all he does is every single weekend, he doesn't stay at home. He goes somewhere, he goes and stays somewhere. And to me, that's not relaxing. Like mm -hmm. to me, that's like, oh my God, like I would have to take all my food um, and you don't get time on the couch to watch TV. He's like, nope, I don't really watch TV. And he's like, yeah, that's, he would rather go out every weekend, sit in a tent and, and clap. And he's, that's just him. Yeah. Like, and me, that's so to me, that's strange, but I would never be like, that's so weird. Like, I'd never be like, I would never do that. I mean, maybe I would. But when he's talking about it, the last thing that he wants to hear is, I would never do that. It's freaking weird. Like, <laughs> so instead I ask him, like, what makes you enjoy that? Why do right. you like that? Like, and he's like, because like, you don't just like, when you walk outside and you feel the sun in your face, like, you just don't like, you're just not a better person after. Like, that's literally what he thinks. And that's how he feels throughout the day. And when I, what makes me feel that way is when I hit my macros and what I really want to be like, is like, oh, when you hit your macros during the day, don't you just feel like you've, you've gotten it? Like you did that shit. And he's probably like, I don't even know what macros are. What is a macro? That's right. <laughs> like, you know, so you're like asking people questions about like why they like something can help you to relate to them. Because after we have those conversations, I can say, oh, that's when, that's how I feel when I do X, Y, and Z in bodybuilding. And he's like, yes, exactly like that. Um, so that's how you can connect with other people without having to be like them, mm -hmm. um, without having to do what they do. Just try to find a passion that you can connect over and move forward with that. So um, I think this was awesome. This is a yeah. nice little like short episode for today, but I thought it was necessary because I've been having quite a few athletes struggle with this. 
um, just struggle with putting their boundaries up and also not like having a hard time with judgment yep. and feeling judged. But I think, and I'm and not to, not to uh, say that those feelings aren't valid. Those feelings are very valid, but think intrinsically, like, are you being judged or are you judging yourself? Yeah. Um, and that's that important. is, that's important. Yeah. I think it starts with respecting yourself first, creating those boundaries and then explaining like why it's important and having respect for others. Because again, like if you don't respect yourself and what you're doing, like other people aren't going to respect that. Like they just won't, but like, it also comes down to like fundamentally treating each other as we would like to be treated and not yucking other people's yums. That's really what it is. It's pretty basic stuff. It's just like, we need to learn how to apply it. And you're probably going to fuck up a lot in terms of like explaining it. Like you might get defensive or you might do a poor job of explaining it. And that might cause friction and tension, but like any relationship, you just have to work at it. Right. Right. And I like how, I like how you said, um, what did you say earlier that, that kind of got me? Never mind, Ashley. I forgot. It'll come back someday. It'll come back. That's right. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, We will be talking to you next week and we don't know what we're talking about because we're just going to figure it out. (laughs) Peace. All right. Peace.